Welcome to another exciting episode of Men After Truth. My name is Devin Kinzer, and this is Tayson Jensen, my partner in creativity and not crime yet. <laughs> anyway, um, not that we're planning on committing any crime, but if I was going to commit a crime, I would definitely want Tayson to have my back. <laughs> so, honored. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? Like, that is so awful but i think some people call it the void where you just think about the most random things that are completely against our nature like what if i did rob a bank what if, i mean obviously i would be awful at that but well dude like that's that's something i've i've thought about a handful of different times is i mean we're really just one decision away from wrecking everything <laughs> like that's that shouldn't like not in like a like an anxious way, but dude, like I remember like being at at church and I was like, "What's just stopping that guy from turning around and just punching the priest <laughs> right in the face?" Like, I mean, he could like he has a physical capability. Like all you have to do is jerk the steering wheel and like, dude, like you could run over a whole bunch of people. But we don't do those things, and there's and I'm glad we don't. But it's just like sometimes I have that morbid curiosity of like, I like could definitely burn that building down right now. Like, I could. I don't want to. I don't like. It's not even really a temptation. Like, but I could, and it's strange. I, I think it's one of those things that everybody has, and it's like a little dirty secret we're not trying to share. But every, I, th- I think yeah. everybody really does have it, and thank goodness for conscience. And there's got to be a little extra oomph behind it because, yeah, mm-hmm. they're. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we don't do that, but it is interesting to think about sometimes. Yeah, or like if you're standing on the edge of a cliff and you're like, I could jump. I could do it. I could do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. So glad we didn't do that. We'll plan our our crime later. Yeah. Well, uh, Devin told me a little bit about his daily breakfast, and I want to I want to share that with you guys. Devin, what's a define slonking? So, slonk is to like drink glee- greedily. I think that's the, the official definition. Um, but yeah, pretty much every morning, I, I I slonk at least two eggs. Just like crack them in a cup slunk them down that's typically after i've already had like oh gee close to like three cups of mate in the morning too so very well hydrated full of eggy boys (laughs) and it's a good some good way to start the day yeah slunkage (laughs) (laughs) i uh that's one way i'm gonna go get some eggs in the morning i'm gonna do some slunking man that sounds yeah just like it's good an experience. Yeah, wa- watch the mustache for sure. <laughs> I never eat like scrambled eggs or something. I always get the yolk caught in my beard, and I never notice. No one tells me. Uh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah, dude. Just, just I'm always constantly eating with a napkin or a paper towel or, or something. What do you do when you see somebody with like some yeah some food on their chin or like something embarrassing like a little booger hanging out or something do you tell them or you just let it let it slide i i don't say anything <laughs> i just monster because it's like it's not bothering me you like i see it and i'm like oh that's unfortunate 
I don't judge them, but like, like <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but like I like I like finding that kind of stuff out myself. You know, like typically I do not like it when someone says like, "Oh hey, like you have a booger." Like if they say like, "Oh your fly's undone," like okay whatever. You know, it's like it's really not that big a deal. But if someone's like, "Dude, like you have." earwax on your uh, i mean people say that but (laughs) you know what i mean like no no i don't really like i don't really like yeah when people tell me so i don't i don't tell other people okay okay yeah well brother today we are gonna have a little discussion on action action something dev and i have talked about there's a whole lot of Books that we read, things that we learn, podcasts we listen to, TV shows that we watch, classes we take, so many examples that you can think of. Little of it matters unless you do something with it. Devin, I've found recently, probably in the last couple of weeks, it's been very profound to me that that is what sets people apart for sure. Like there are a lot more qualified people, whatever you want to be qualified for, let's just say uh, for a job that's pretty basic, pretty generic. There's a lot more people that are probably qualified for a job, but it's the guy who is proactive and reaches out and makes those connections and pesters the people like, hey, when am I getting an interview? In my opinion, those are the people that get farthest in life. Initial thoughts. I just think about that with like dating. I'm married, right? But like, dude, girls, they... I, I heard about this like really like silly stupid stupid thing that i guess some guys will like invite the girl over to watch them play video games and that's really dumb and i guess i know a couple like guys who are married who did that with their wives and i don't know how they ever did that like that's that is just crazy man like you think about like girls want to do stuff with with a guy you know, like take them out, you know, have, have fun. I think you're really good at that. Like you, like, like when you take out a girl, you're, you're interested in her. You're not just like, Oh, let's just hang around and little dance and whatnot. You know, like that's, that's just one of the many facets in life where action sets people apart. Like the guy who gets a girl's, is doing something about it Mm. you know like he's very active in that effort or he just doesn't know how how good he is like there's some guys like that who are like super cute or whatever i don't even know what that even means (laughs) and you're like dude that guy's a loser like he just sits he's stupid he just sits around looking pretty and i remember hating those guys but anyway (laughs) whatever I, I appreciate that, man. I feel like I digress dramatically. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, with, with the dating thing, I mean, there's a lot more, you know, say qualified guys, better looking, more money, better job, more hobbies, better basketball player, but it's the guy who you still got to be somewhat attractive, right? You still got to be somewhat of a catch. But I think a lot of that catch, business, career, job, uh, I just said the same thing three times, uh, going after a girl, it, it's the action behind it it's you know you can be as quali- qualified quote unquote as you think you are but unless you go ask for her number it's probably not going to happen 
Yeah. So yeah. fortune favors the bold. Opportunity is a haughty goddess that wastes no time on those who are unprepared. It really comes down to those who take action. Uh, Have you ever missed an opportunity because you didn't take action? Oh, yeah. There's the... I think we've all heard about smart guys learn from their mistakes, wise men learn from the mistakes of others. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's more the latter, but I I think that's probably why I am changing is because I've realized I've missed so many opportunities that now I am seeking out my own and the regret of missing those opportunities is what eats me more than having the failure of, mm-hmm. say, like reaching out and uh, and being rejected. I think that's much better than never knowing so yeah in your in your actions in life because you're, you're very much a, a go-getter a doer right you do your exercise in the morning you go slonk a couple eggs you have some mate you're up early you're working what sets it apart for you like what is it that drives you to take action how do you continue to motivate yourself to be different from the rest yeah that's a pretty loaded question but biggest motivator is just is the the man in the mirror really just being able to look at myself in the mirror and just know i I did it did a good job so actually i think i have that poem somewhere it's called the man in the glass it's this great poem you've probably read it before it says, when you get what you want in your struggle for self and the world makes you king for a day, just go to the mirror and look at yourself and see what that man has to say. For it isn't your father, your mother, or wife whose judgment upon you must pass. The fellow whose verdict counts most in your life is the one staring back from the glass. He's the fellow to please, never mind all the rest, for he's with you clear to the end. And you've passed your most difficult, dangerous test, if the man in the glass is your friend. You may fool the whole world down the pathway of years and get pats on the back as you pass, but your final reward will be heartache and tears if you've cheated the man in the glass. And honestly, man, like that's one of my biggest, biggest motivations right there. You feel like you've learned that more from experience or observance? Probably experience. I mean, I, I, like everyone, I know plenty of guys who um, haven't reached anywhere near their potential, like older gentlemen who who really could have done a lot more in their life. Mm. But... There's been lots of times where in my life that I've been displeased with my performance. And overall, I can look at myself and say, I did good. I'm doing good. I'm learning. And I think that's really all we can do is just learn from our mistakes, right? But I think I told you about this a couple episodes, actually. But I had this question come up in church of if I lived exactly the same way that I um, 
than living right now every day would the outcome be in five years? And I just hated that answer. Mm. And I knew right then that I needed to change. And yeah, I, I think I told you my, my social media time dropped just through the floor after that, which is great, you know. Um, so yeah, it's a little both, but I'd say mostly experience. Like I, I think about the cost a lot. Think about the cost of not, not becoming the kind of man I want to be, and the husband I want to be, and the father I want to be. But I mostly just want to just be able to look myself in the eye in the mirror. Seems to be... Yeah, that's pretty deep that at the end of the day, it's really just you. You know, sometimes we compare ourselves, scratch that, often we compare ourselves to other people. Ideally, I think we don't do that and we should only compare our, to our past version of ourselves. And while still giving us grace for, you know, our failures as long as we're uh, pushing for the the overall win, winning the war, that's important. Yeah. That wasn't my initial thought, but that's what came. So, <laughs> yeah. You have no thought, or can I share a quote? Go for it. Oh, no, you, you go. You go. Okay. So, this is uh, at the school, in the business school. It's uh, for Air Theodore Roosevelt. It says, Far better it is to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows no victory nor defeat. Yeah. Love that. That's at the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big old block letters. That's Dare cool. mighty things is like the business school logo or sorry, motto. Pretty sure. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, man. Like when, and Teddy Roosevelt, he, that guy was a doer. That guy was, that guy was a doer. He took just such crazy action whether you like what he did or not it doesn't matter um but just like the, to tally his achievements and um like did you know that he had like serious asthma as a kid i don't think so no like like to the degree like he like couldn't even like go out and play with like the neighbors <laughs> like as a kid like he like his parents like got him like a little gymnasium that they like put on their back porch and he like tr like conditioned himself as a as a child <laughs> um to the point that he could like run and jump and do the things that like other boys could do uh, that for a long time he couldn't do but yeah man basically since the time he was like very young like before being a teenager the guy was facing struggles that most people just never even have to deal with. So cool, cool guy, much to learn from Teddy Roosevelt. One of the thing that I was thinking about, if you don't mind me jumping back before you shared that quote. And I, I think it actually fits in perfectly with 
with that Teddy Roosevelt quote is, dude, what's, what's really that different when you think about, well, let me, I'll flip back on me. When I think about me and I think about like the, the persona of people that I like dislike or say, I don't want to be anything like them or, um, you're like, oh, I can't stand people like this. Whatever it is, what really makes you that different? What really makes me that different? If we looked at the way we used our time, if we looked at how much we slept, how much we exercised, the kind of food we ate, right? Is the reason why, like, oh, I think I'm so much smarter and morally superior than this person, like, is that just thoughts? Is it just my thinking? And if so what's what's the point of that you know obviously like there's some differences too like like do you um have a moral compass or do you just believe in moral relativity whatever but i'm starting to think dude that those of us who want to be a a cut above the rest mentally spiritually we want to be men after truth are our life should look like that. Our sleep should look like that. Our physical activity should look like that. Our relationships should look like that. They don't have to be perfect, right? But just talking about it, just following guys on Instagram or writing stuff for Instagram or you get what I'm saying? Like it, there's, it's gotta be, I think we actually need to lead with action. And then, like, come in with words secondarily. It was a little choppy, but I hope that all makes sense. I appreciate that. Congruence is, is something that's been on my mind quite a bit the last week. I just finished reading Good to Great by Jim Collins. And something he talks about in there, pretty much principles of success for the top uh, 15 or so companies in the Fortune 500. Uh, They excelled a set of parameters by their team for over 15 years. So it it was consistent greatness. And one of those attributes was essentially just congruence with action. They had their core values lined out. And interestingly enough, I think you should have moral values personally. That's how I, I I strive to live my life. But he said you didn't even have to have moral values. You just had to have the same values. And if everybody that's quote-unquote on the bus, that's on that team, they have to be self-motivated and just passionate about what they're doing. And if you're all focused on the same thing, man, they are unstoppable. So one, one of the companies, uh, I think it was Reynolds, Maybe I'm butchering this. I don't really pay attention to too many of the company names. But it's a tobacco cigarette company. People would argue it's not a very moral business. But they crushed it, man. They loved what they were doing because they were focused on that one thing. And what all these companies did as well is they were congruent with their thoughts. Like you said, they wouldn't just say something. Man, just let it float away with the wind or the, the flow of the river they would act on it. And I think that is absolutely what sets people apart, businesses apart, is it's having consistent beliefs. And you can change those beliefs, but you gotta be acting according to them 
to know if they're oftentimes to know if they're going to work for you or not. So, yeah. oh man, it, it's tough, but congruence, even if it's only with one or two core values, oh, that's, that's much more than I would, I dare say a lot of people are able to, uh, muster in their life. Yeah. No, man, I, I totally agree. I like that. So I, I, I'll just add a quick quote to that. I got my notes pulled up. He says, in the end, your brand or product doesn't really matter. The point is that you feel passionate about you, what you are doing, and the passion was deep and genuine. And a few pages before that, he says, the only way to remain great is to keep applying the fundamental principles that made you great. Yeah, dude. It's all about the fundamentals. Have you ever read The Mamba Mentality? No. Kobe Bryant's book? Dude. It's such a fun book. I think we've talked about it before, but it's just such, it's really not even like that long of a book. Um, the, the whole thing is like these like beautiful, like huge full color photos of all these shots from Kobe Bryant's career. And then he just has like, like some notes on the pages and stuff. And, but he talks about that, how like the fundamentals give you such an advantage like even in the the high-paced world of, of modern basketball just knowing the fundamentals and being very consistent in drilling them and that applies to everything like the average american who works an eight-hour shift is really only engaged in their work for 1.5 of those hours so that means if you if you're able to spend an hour a day of focused work on your vision, your dream, your art, your business, your passion, whatever, you're almost working full time. So that leaves so much room for growth. Holy cow. One out of 16 hours. One, one, what would you say? 1.25? Is what one out of like one and a half of every eight hour shift, so one point five hours that you're actually engaged in your work, and I'm sure that varies depending on like the like I don't think that a, a framer is like checked out because he's like, what's he doing? He's building houses, you know. But like, I don't know, if you've ever worked in an office, that's totally true, man. Mm-hmm. Like office work is a joke. Because everyone's just chatting, BSing, you know, Skyping random memes and crap, mm. like making memes. I did that at my last job, dude. I was making, I'd made memes and stuff. Like it was fun. That's <laughs> whatever. Sometimes I felt bad that I was making memes on the clock, but it's like, oh, it only took me a few minutes, you know, but like, like that's a perfect example of it, man. Like, but when you're, when you're building your vision, I guess you could just make memes if that's what you want to be. We, I I will put yeah. the bone in, man. We gotta we gotta have some good memers. That's a must. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. They get us through. Not really, but. <laughs> 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 well, it's it's true with construction too, man. Like that's what I've done for for a while, and it's definitely not my passion. I try and be fairly proactive with it still, but man, there's 
Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of wasted time there. We'll have people just talking and BSing and having conversation. Hmm. Just gets me wondering, like, what if we did the things that we truly wanted to do or that we we could offer to the world? Say, oh man, even if you just times two, right? If you did three of your eight hours of passionate work and you can do that double amount of passionate work because it's something that you love. Wow, yeah. man, if the world got like twice as productive, that would be insane. And again, I, th- I yeah. think that does come back to us just not doing the things that we know that we should be doing. It's having the idea of, oh, I should quit. Oh, I should become more qualified or more, uh, you know, get that certification. I do think it just comes down to not taking action on those things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, like, dude, and I thought about, like, this is a, it really was just some meme I saw, but it spoke true to true to me is that this this thought that and i and i think this this goes along with what we're talking about action that some people will spend four five six years on a and thousands of dollars on a degree and like maybe get an interview right where like you could probably like you could take like just like a course on graphic design on YouTube and like be making like making extra money like right away, you know, not right away, but, or there's a lot. And I'm not saying that a degree is bad. Right. But like a lot of, a lot of people more, I think more people than they want to admit, they hide behind going to school. Oh, I'm going to school. I don't have to f- know what I'm doing with my life. Oh, I'm going to school. I don't have to work. Oh, I'm going to school. You know, it's like, and they tell themselves that oh, I'm doing good things in my life because I'm going to school, but they have no, they're, they're, for some people, that's really easy. You're not that kind of guy. Like you're going to school intentionally. You're the kind of person who, if you didn't want to be in school, you just leave. That's great. Well, it seems like the average life, I appreciate that. It seems like the average life is, is, more or less planned out for us right? your first 18 years or school and then <clears throat> if you talk to any parents that have kids it's it's generally where's your kids at school right if they're anywhere in the late teens early to mid 20s then once you graduate from school it's you get a job culture's changed a little bit in the last 10 20 30 years where you don't stay at the company the whole time but you find a few good companies to work for throughout your time and then you retire at 65 there's not a whole lot of thought that goes into that. And that's what worries me is we're losing the ability to think for ourselves. Uh, public school, in my eyes, is falling very short. First off, why do we turn over the education of our our, our family and our, our children, the future, as cheesy as that sounds, literally the future, to the government? So that's a interesting conversation there, but it's it's largely planned out for us. So it takes people who want to find some passion in life to do something that they absolutely love, to take chances, to uh, make choices. That that those kind of people set themselves apart from the world. Those are the people that I really enjoy being around. Yeah, I I agree, man. Some good thoughts. Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. You if you just think, who do I know who's a doer? Who do I know who's a talker? Who am I more like? 
you know, it's pretty, it's pretty simple like, to see what you've actually been doing. Cause like the reality of it is your time doesn't lie. Just look at how you really use your time. You know, it doesn't lie. My time doesn't lie. Uh, when I say you, I'm not talking about like Tayson. That's you good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think really like just a few, like the most, just like some actionable things as far as taking action goes, man. It, um, it's crazy. That's because it just is so simple, but just writing it down and just picking a couple of things and doing them. Also just lowering the bar. A lot of people, I don't know whoever said like the shoot for the moon. And if you miss, like you'll land in the, st- or shoot for the stars. If you miss, you'll land on the moon, right? I don't get that. Shoot for the moon, hit the moon, build another launch pad, get to the stars, right? Like goal setting and taking taking action really should be like set something you could do, like you'd have to try to fail, right? To not do it and then get there, celebrate, buy yourself a burrito, mm. whatever. I don't know if you like burritos and then get to the next step. Right, stack the wins. You just win, 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 win. Don't like, oh crap! I, I guess I, I, and now I'm on the moon. Now it's not the stars, but I guess it's good. Well, I've, I've heard it the other way too. Not that that's incorrect, but shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll land among the stars. <clears throat> I think both are true. Uh, the purpose of goals, in my eyes, is to have accountability because I see many people, including myself at times where you know you're building your launch pad and you know, you have the thoughts and you maybe you move a shovel full of dirt and like well I shot for the moon and here I am among the stars <laughs> <laughs> you're nowhere buddy you're yeah. still on earth <laughs> so yeah shooting for the moon is is having accountability and honestly when I have a huge goal that's just astronomical wow no pun intended uh, <laughs> it's uh it's motivating. Like that is absurd yeah. and ludicrous and ridiculous. That excites me. So I think a mixture of both is good, but you, you, yes, you have to have that accountability or it's not going to happen. And we're just going to be lying to ourselves that we are in the stars when it's really just the, the dusty huh. sand. Well, dude, that's an interesting idea that like, like I, I do think we need to define our own success. Right. Or else we'll always be chasing someone else's approval. But if you don't have like trusted people, um, you, there's no context to your achievements, right? Mm. You might be like, gee, I've worked so hard and I've accomplished so much. But like you said, like you've just like <laughs> shoveled one thing in dirt because you don't have any any context, don't have any you don't have a support group. So and and which for some people like that's necessary. You got to start with moving the dirt, but you can't. Yeah. You got to measure up. You got to scale up. Yeah. Like start with action, move up with that. Always give yourself credit. I think I'm a big believer in that, but don't uh, don't fool yourself either. Yeah. Do do do. Work work work. And play, play, play too. You gotta, you gotta play. So, well, man, I feel like that we've had a really good conversation tonight. Is there anything else you'd like to mention before we we wrap up? 
I'll just share one more little concept from good to great. Uh, okay. He shares the story of the hedgehog. I'm going to butcher this, but uh, so he says hedgehogs see what is essential and ignore the rest. The fox is generally a very sly, very wise creature, but he, in, in the story, at least in the parable, he can never defeat the hedgehog because all the hedgehogs got to do is watch for the fox and curl up into his little ball, and then the fox is powerless. So Fox tries all these different tactics and these different moves and diversifies his uh, his avenues. All the hedgehog's got to do is, is curl up, and he is amazing at that, and he does not die at the hands of the fox. So when we're looking to do things in our life, if we just find one or two things, and you can build up from there, but just start with one or two things that you feel you can be really good at. Make action items, make lists, get an accountability buddy, be prepared to be uncomfortable, and start with that. I think that's that's where change starts. It's just the action yeah. and the vision. Yeah, I really like that. Just focusing on focusing on one thing, maybe two things, right? Be a hedgehog. I think that's really important because there's, and I know I've done this before too. Like made a list of like like some goals, just things I wanted to do, and then prioritize them. It's like, oh, I I want to do all of these things equally. And that's not prioritization. That's not like doing what is essential either. So, And I'll add to that. Sometimes they are all good options. And that's almost just as bad because then we don't want to pick. So sometimes they can be all good options. And you just got to pick one and move forward with it. Even if you're not completely certain about it. Because if you don't act on it, the opportunity is probably going to disappear. And I'd rather right. act on something, find out it's wrong, course correct, and go a different direction than to never know. I really like that. Wow. So, yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up, man. That was great advice, dude. Great advice. So, we, uh, you got anything else, brother? Nope. That was good. It's been very instructive. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up there. Uh, join us next week for another exciting episode of Men After Truth. Thanks for joining.